This is the old 77 podcast. I think my high score on the bowling game now is like 248. Damn. Yeah. Because I think we had this conversation before. It was yeah. like, you know, man, I'm getting pretty good at this bowling game. <laughs> yes, I am, man. Yes, I am. I'm telling you, man, the we'll next time I'm in real life, the next time I bowl in real life, I'm going to get my high score for sure. Here comes Dave with the unique fingering style. <laughs> right. That's what she's doing. <laughs> oh, who are you? Turn it up. Let it blast. Hey, bitches. This is Old 77 Podcast. It's a safe place. In an unsafe world. Impressive. Foul language may occur due to the subject matter. You loaded boat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. Join our Patreon Clubhouse today. Clubhouse members get early access to episodes and exclusive after-hours content at patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. Yeah, boy! Thanks for listening. How much time do we have? Enough time to 69. From the... There we go, from the comfy confines of the old 77 studios it's the old 77 dave yeah it's a safe place dave jordan in an unsafe world (laughs) hey we got a full house tonight buddy man we do can you guys hear me okay i can i can hear you just make sure loud and clear man so we got four extra people in the studio tonight it was that music bit man it was it was just blowing me out of the water makes you want to have sheer awesomeness right makes you i'm pretty sure i self-impregnated at one point you did (laughs) oh shit (laughs) so let's go down the line we got good friend of the show Taylor Zumwalt, also known as Biscuit, What's up, Biscuit? Strength. Hey. 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 Welcome back to the show, brother man. Biscuit man. Our good homie Dustin. Dustin, what's your last name? Bertram. Bertram. From the Guns and Radio Podcast. And? And, and like uh, the Dustin other. Bertram Show. There you Shotcast go. Saturday, getting dizzy with it, Smackdown Low. <laughs> getting dizzy with it. I, I like it. that. I love it. That's good. I just want to invent new podcasts just so I can invent new titles. Right. It is a fun yeah. part of the process. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes, man. Yes. So then, so then our main our main attraction tonight is my good buddy Ethan and his wife, Brittany. Welcome. Um, welcome to the show. Hey. Wow, this is the first time I don't have to use sound effects for clapping, right? Wow. All right. Hey, hot damn. So, uh, so Ethan and Brittany own a shop in Columbia. It's called Mind Right Wellness, mm-hmm. right, um, on Broadway. Check them out. Um, and it's an awesome store, man. I was in there for the first time less than a week ago. Yeah. And I wish I could have spent more time in there because there was so much shit that I wanted to take a closer look at sure. that I couldn't. So I'm coming back soon. But We ain't um, going nowhere. I hope not, man. I right hope on. not. So, nice. so let me just start with the story of how Ethan and I met. Um, I went to the Capitol one night to testify about this plant that Ethan sells called Kratom. Scott, you know my yeah, story. Yeah. Well, I, we had Kratom, we had a Kratom discussion the other day. I have no what, idea what Kratom I, is. Listen, oh, man, as a, as a lifelong pothead, pretty much, I got to know. <laughs> I have no clue what the fuck Kratom is. So. Okay. So I'm hoping to learn that today. You know? yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let Ethan give know. like all the scientific shit, but for me, Kratom is the reason why I was able to completely get off of prescription painkillers. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, it's a tree from Indonesia. It interacts with the same receptors in your brain that opiates do, but in a much different way. Does not cause the respiratory depression, which is what kills people yep. when they take too much oh. uh, of, a, of a true opiate. 
Um, but it has much the same pain-killing properties. It's good for that. Um, people, you Taylor knows this. It's like a people love to use it as like a pre-workout. For sure. In, yeah. a, in a smaller Shit's dose, it, it gives you a nice little yeah. energy boost. What's the difference? What's keeping it from from being illegal? Well, from being an. It seems like a thing that like. Kind of like CBD, where you kind of really got to be a pothead to know what CBD is because they don't really put that out there. Well, they do more now, yeah. I guess. I just don't pay attention. But like, Kratom's, Kratom's I, different. Kratom's like literally in its own world. There's the nothing way else it, like it. it. There's nothing else like it. Yeah. Like when we're talking cannabis and Kratom, they're totally two different things. And like you said, a lot of people don't know anything about it. I didn't know it. that. I thought it was some kind of weed like they're CBD. They're very similar, right? A lot of people would associate a lot of the same. And a lot of it is hands down just the way it's been presented to people. Sure. Period. And that's really about as far as it goes. It's something, like Dave was saying, it's a plant. It's literally a tree. So it's a tree that grows native to Southeast Asia, Indonesia, Thailand, Malaysia. And people will literally pull these leaves, like, right off the tree, chew on it. A lot of these people are laborers, farmers. Okay, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. Hard-working yeah, yeah I've seen that before, like, depicted in movies and stuff. They'll just, mm-hmm. you know, grab a plant, chew on it. Like, what the hell are they and chewing it's So, like, imagine, like, the coca leaf in South America. Like, they, people have been using it forever, you yeah. know. It, it's just a natural stimulant to them. Nothing really is an issue. It's not a drug of abuse. They just use it commonly, similar to, like, they would... Uh, coffee, sure. you know, right. uh, it's not until you start refining things and isolating alkaloids out of the plants that it becomes drugs, and right. that's the same idea with kratom. Kratom is a leaf, as Dave was saying, it can function on similar receptors as like a, uh, a true a, as an opiate can. Because mm-hmm. like, let's speak of alkaloids, because like a lot of people don't necessarily understand uh opiates and what they even are that constitutes of them they're just alkaloids derived from poppy and poppy everybody kind of knows what a poppy looks like you know mm-hmm. uh, they grow and uh, yeah it's like the know. typical dot with your you know flower yeah, shape to flower it. Yeah. too and they yeah. lance the sides and you know the the uh, i always think of opium though when i think of poppies well that's, that's right that's what's happening they'll mm-hmm. lance the sides of these poppies and the, the latex that comes out the sides of the poppies is the opium. Um, and then that, they'll collect that residue and dry it out. And that is traditional opium as we know it. Within opium, there's a lot of alkaloids within there, which is what we commonly know here in America, such as morphine, mm-hmm. codeine. All of these are <clears throat> simple alkaloids isolated from poppy, opium. And these are isolated simply because they have incredible pain-killing effects. However, again, it's not in its natural form. Like, you know, when you're taking morphine, that is an isolated alkaloid from opium. And it's yeah, done... it's refined. It's yeah. refined. Yeah. And, and, and the reason why these things are so potentially dangerous, they have incredible application to it, of course, for pain relief, because on our brain receptors, as we were talking about earlier, how things are different, it's how they bind to that immuopia receptor. So we have receptors that, just like cannabinoids in our body, we have opiate receptors, and they bind differently from different products, you know. And so with that being said, traditional opiates will bind so heavily to that receptor to make it dangerous. You can overdose. Like, people don't really even understand what overdosing means in this world. You hear it every day. But people think it's this, like, dramatic right. end of the 
life experience now people just don't wake up they, they just to they just stop breathing your brain oh, literally forgets it's just to that's and that's how those receptors work you know um, and that's what an overdose is and god bless everyone who has ever experienced that or lost somebody to it it's a tragedy Absolutely. you know oh, yeah it's a tragedy i've experienced i've lost many friends <clears throat> and a lot of that is what i myself have experienced opiate addiction mm-hmm. and so that's what brings me to kratom kratom it can the beauty of it is it can work on similar to the same receptors, but there's an alkaloid in there called mitragynine, and mitragynine is the big issue when we even talk about kratom. And so to loop all this back around, which I will, um, that's the one we need to know of. Mitragynine is the one that gets treated and toted as if it's like this devil of a drug Um, and it's because structurally it is similar to what morphine's like which is a beautiful thing in the sense of it has that pain killing ability you know it it is structured similar to that however it's not of the same right and so let's say when we are using the plant kratom for pain relief let's say you use three grams for a serving well According to you know lab results and testing, which we are required to do or you should be doing, mm-hmm. um, well, like out of that three grams, not even but two percent of that one plant material is that single alkaloid called mitragynine. Right. And so, as we were talking earlier, like to morphine and all these other alkaloids that are isolated directly from like opium that have that incredible binding effect that's made to bind so heavily to give you that effects but also the addiction issues and everything that comes mm-hmm. with it my tragedy you think about it you know if you're taking three grams and not even but two percent of that three grams is that single alkaloid that gives that single effect the rest of the 40 plus other alkaloids in that plant serving has a self-regulating effect to it. right and that's the beauty of it it has that ability to touch that receptor but not bind Right. And since it doesn't have that binding effect, it has that incredible ability to help people with pain that mm-hmm. we've experienced. Yep. Um, it has that incredible ability to help people who are fully physiologically addicted to the opiates that we produce as <clears throat> standard drugs today yep. Yep. Um, to cut that withdrawal issues because of the same function on that receptor. So yep. it can give people their life back. Absolutely. Um, but also, it's also kind of really interesting because it has multifacets to it. Not only does it have that ability to reduce pain. But as we were saying earlier, you know, you're talking about like pre-workout. A lot of times people prefer Kratom over painkiller medications simply for the fact it has a good move feel to it. Yeah, like we call sure. it mind right for a reason. Yeah, and I, we, I coined the name the mind right literally for the fact I was taking my Kratom. I was just like, Jared, who's my good friend, you know, mm-hmm. Jared. Oh, yeah. I was like, Jared. <laughs> Like, what does this do? It gets your mind right. Like, and that's how I was like, that's a perfect name Absolutely, for what I'm man. doing right here. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to bring Kratom to the faces of people. But at this time you got the DEA, yeah. you have all these trying like hell to ban it. Big powers <clears throat> really trying to push Kratom as a, a schedule one drug. Why are they trying to push it? Is that I have my theory. Can I start with my theory? But I mean, if Do it's as I mean, you will, I can marijuana is now the right answer to all of that. My, my theory is that it comes down to money because most of the people that work at the FDA, the FDA yeah. is generally a stepping stone for people mm. that want to work in the pharmaceutical industry. Well, there's 15 million people, I think, is the last number that I heard that use Kratom on a regular basis. Mm. 15 million people in America. That's 15 million people that could be spending money 
with a doctor yeah. buying a pharmaceutical that aren't. Yeah, well, and they yeah. don't like that. They're cutting into that profit. Because yeah. you were talking about how there's Definitely. the self-regulating thing. Sure. So I know I have taken too much Kratom before. The worst thing that happens if you take too much is you're going to get a little nauseous. You might throw up. Probably puke. And then you're done. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to kill you. It's not going to no. kill you. But yet, if you listen to the f- bullshit propaganda that the FDA is putting out there, you would think that this plant was like killing people left and You'd right. You would think it's heroin. Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, and that's yes. or worse. how it's yeah. kind of positioned. And so that's honestly like when we're talking about mind right, that's what gave me the opportunity to do what I do. Simply due to the fact there's such a heavy opposition right. to Kratom. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't care and you understand the truth, what does that do? That leaves you with a world of opportunity, you know? And if you're willing to take on kind of that concept of, um, you know, this isn't a bad thing and you understand it a yeah. little deeper, uh, you know, which I have been for years, it's mm-hmm. pretty incredible what yeah. you come to learn about what it does. Absolutely, you know? man. Uh, Absolutely. It goes really deep, actually. The con- the the It's fun the uh topic of cradle like if you're interested in learning about cradle there's lots of uh, good information out there when you're talking about the science the reason why we've been able to protect cradle um from the false science that fda has presented over the years is because of a guy named chris mccurdy dr chris mccurdy down at the university of florida okay um they've gotten several millions of dollars over the last couple years to truly do and produce actual studies which there's a lot of out there you know um on cradle but to prove that this is an effective much safer alternative to what we have available you know um and really from there it's going to be up to uh businesses vendors and consumers to make the proper decisions because I mean, it's a food product, so... Honestly, it sounds like we need to get Nana hooked on it. Because <laughs> when Nana's Nana using the Kratom in her, in her tea, you know, then yeah. everybody else well, will be okay with it. Shit'll cool down. A lot of people too. traditionally will actually be using these in just, like, simple tea bars, too. Yeah. Um, so, like, in Southeast Asia, a lot of time, like, we kind of abuse a lot of coffee and stuff here. Well, it's not untypical for them to, like, sit around and just sip on, like, little Kratom teas with yeah. each other and stuff like that. They always drink on hot stuff, too. And and I heard the other day it was a it was a, a thing that Mike Tyson did uh, when he trains he only drinks hot beverages because the hot melts the body fat and I just knocked my phone off but anyway <laughs> it, and cold packs it on so yeah that's got to preser- have cold preserves it hot see that's got to have something to do sure. with it too I think to your point too about like I think you're onto something about getting Nana to use it because because yeah. like that's the, what we've done with cannabis that's what well that's right? what we've done for years with coffee and pills like sure. we're somebody like. I'm old enough to probably, if I had a daughter or a son that was a fuck up, be a granddad now. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, that you like, know I of. am in yeah, that, that. You I know of. I am in that old fogey category, and but so are the people now that make the decisions. The people now that make the decisions are the people in the '80s that were like, man, all this shit about pot yep. is horse shit, right? And like people that are like from before that, like my grandma, for example, is 80 years old and she takes fucking pills like there's nobody's goddamn business. For sure. She got them from and, a no question. Yeah, yeah. and I trust their doctor. It's and funny I tell how her. when you get it prescribed by a doctor, how you just stop. Okay. You stop questioning. You don't things. question it. That's what I was trying to tell her. Like your body doesn't give a fuck 
who told you to take this? Right. No, All it knows sure. is there's poison in here and shit like that. So I feel like you're definitely on to something, getting the, getting the elderlies on board yep. first, because also, let's be real, we all live in Jefferson City, Missouri. The elderlies are yeah, the ones dude, running. Yeah, we've been at this for play. years. And, yeah. um, How long have you been uh, a business? Um, we've been doing MindRide officially since 2018. Because back in the day... I've been I mean, using Kratom for over eight to nine years. Yeah. So I've been in this scene for a very long time, and the interesting thing is, is you know, yeah, Nana could use it. Nana will benefit from right. it. But we have been using this and applicating Kratom in people's life in all ranges. Yeah. Because, I mean, I have a friend. She's 20 years old. She's a Mizzou soccer player. She's a senior this year. She's not getting a play this year because she got her back broke in the weight room. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. She's 20 fucking years old. What is she going to do the rest of her life, right? Ugh. Like they're, they're about to start with the cortisone shots. Start surgery, pain meds, at her. Pain meds. Yep. you know the drill. That cortisone shit doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, hell no. Pump it all in. Hell yep. no. Ethan, how did your opiate addiction start? Was it through a prescription or was it recreational? Yes, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I was in a car wreck when I was 17. That's right. So I, I know this story. I never That's really. Right. But we don't. I never really touched the opiate. Like where I'm from, everybody got fucking just wasted drunk. Like That's just kind of. You know, you always were drunk. That was kind of a common thing. That's so, Friday and Saturday. You know, like <laughs> yeah, everybody right? else who's using drugs are really just like the tweaking meth guys that are just running around town. You yeah, know, yeah. like so opiates and stuff really wasn't that prominent. Nobody really knew much about it, right? Um, and that was 2013. Uh, I got in my car wreck, and then uh, I was already, you know, in a very bad place. I had lots of issues in the sense like. The car wreck took a lot away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started eating those pills like a motherfucker because yeah. it felt good. Absolutely. <laughs> and, right. Um, and then I started, I mean, I was already drinking heavy. I've been a heavy drinker since I was <clears throat> young. Uh, and so the combo of the two went down. It, it took me into a spiral real bad. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, it, was, it was not a good time. Um, I was with Brittany f- for a portion of the time. Um and she's really helped me pull a lot of that out. You know, yeah, pull myself out of a, a lot of that simply because yeah. you understand what drugs do to people. It changes you. Doesn't make you who you are. Sure. Um, but she was actually about to leave me. Like it was about is to that point. You yeah. know, you can't yeah. abuse people. Sure. And treat people like shit forever and expect them to stay. But that's what right. drugs do. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it ruins everything around you. Yeah. And yourself in the process, if right. not kill you. Yep. Uh, I think we've all lost a couple of friends or two to drugs that yeah, are still alive, have. but we've lost them. Sure, for, for yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. I got and, a couple that aren't alive. So, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and well. when we're talking drugs, too, you know, everybody always thinks these are dirty drugs, like opiates and stuff. Guys, everything's a drug. You know, we, I lose friends. Alcohol, you was, know what I mean? Like, Wendy's. Yeah. I Caffeine. Mean, so food. It's just, oh, yeah. we have a drug epidemic, you know, <laughs> and that, and all of that influences our behaviors in many ways. Everything, Absolutely. everything in, in society these days is designed to be addictive. Sure. I mean, look at mm-hmm. social Consumerism, media. It's fine. It's it all, I mean, yeah. we're all addicted to that yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. It sells. And most of the time we don't question it. We just, okay, I guess this is good. the way it yeah. is. It which is, good. which it is why, good. David Jordan, I enjoy this Baja Blast <laughs> Mountain plug, Dew. Plug. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to know how yeah. much caffeine is in that thing. David man. Jordan. Probably not much, man, but more <laughs> yeah. the, sugar. Sugar. the sugar. The sugar's yeah. the big killer. But to go back to, to the Kratom thing, man, this is like the most simple way I can explain it. Because I, I think you, we have a very similar story. We also, I think, have very similar relationships with our wives. Because sure. my wife was, was with me through some very dark shit, too. Um, 
But this is the best way I can explain it, man. When I was taking opiates on a daily basis, you could look into my eyes and just see that my soul was not there. Sure. I was there, but I was not there. You're ready to die. I take Kratom every morning. Guess what, bro? I'm there. Got that little twinkle back in I'm your a eye. Good, I'm <laughs> a good dad. I get my yeah. shit done. I do a good job at work. Like life is, life, life is better for me now than it's ever been in my adult life. And yeah. a huge part of that is because of this fucking tree. And like, who is anyone to take that away from you? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is anyone to say anything about any of it? Absolutely. Right? I mean, who like, the fuck are you to tell you you can't smoke crack for that matter, too? Like, I mean, there's, I there's no excuse. You know, I kind of feel anything. that way, too. I, that's how I feel. In, in the land of the too. free, if I want to put my lips around something that I shouldn't, <laughs> I know willfully will hurt me, I should still be able to do I that. Think I mean, yeah, if you want to kill yourself, who am I to stop you? Like, I think a lot of people get in those spots simply for the fact it is a little bit more difficult to reach and find. True. They find it. It's a edgier feel. Like, maybe I will try it, right? And then now they are on a hard drug, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if we mm-hmm. could potentially just normalize just general drug use, people wouldn't really, I think, in my opinion, go out and find these other things, you know? Like, if I had easy access to cannabis back in 2013 when I was 17 years old at any in, in any real way, like... Yeah. I think my future probably would have been a hell of a lot different than me just smashing fucking whiskey and eating a bunch of Perkins, you know. Yeah. I agree like, with you. It's like I think we are the last generation of cigarette smokers. I like I kids so. these days don't fucking do. No, but they're Man. on the jewels. I see. Well, they, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I, I, the Zins, it's, it's moved. Know. I'm on yeah. Zen. Yeah. 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 It's Nicotine moved. itself is just the issue there. Yeah. yeah, but what I'm saying is like, Things like it's not necessarily a normalizing, it's a separating the good from the bad. I feel like personally that needs to happen. Like, sure, you can't put all drugs into drugs category. Right, you can't, right, that Nancy right, Reagan yeah, shit totally. doesn't work. That's what exactly. got us into this mess in the first place, yeah. Because, like, my Nobody friend has the ability to do that, but you need you know to also I mean? take to away the shame. Like, if I am, if I am fucking high on meth and I'm sick of this meth shit, but I can't quit, I need to be able to have a place I can go exactly. where it's not like, okay, we'll just roll you on downtown, stick you in jail, like yeah. they would do back home. They, they, they need sad, to take, man. yeah, they, yeah, they need to up. take the, uh, the Portugal approach, which is decriminalize everything, treat it as a public health issue because that's yes. what it is. It, that's what it turns into, you know, at one time it was a. It, it was a decision, and that's what people treat it as. Is like, oh, this person is ruining their life. It's on them. Fuck them. You know? Yeah. Like, maybe at one point when they were in that, they're in a very bad spot, and they're in pain a lot of times from their life in general, you know? And then they decided to use that substance. Well, now that substance owns them, you know? Yeah. And they don't have that real choice anymore. And you ever talk yeah. to a 15, 20-year-old, uh, 15, 20-year meth head, you know, which I will all the time down in town Columbia, you mm-hmm. know, you get to listen to these guys right. and their stories and they have been failed time and time again to the point that this is just who they are now. I they bet you, gave up. they have, I bet you have some great That's the talks. Worst thing you can do. Oh dude, you have no idea. Um, like with customers that come into your yeah. store that have, whose lives have been saved from some of the things that you sell. Oh, every day. Yeah. You know, and that's a simple reason I continue to do mind right for, because it, it was very tough for a long time. It's a passion project for you. It, it's to save lives. Absolutely. You know? So what kind of hoops do you have to jump through? I know like legal cannabis can, you know, they, they can do other things, but yeah. they prefer to have cash. Can you? That's a great question. Can you guys so deal with cash in the industry? Been, we've been operating as a retail front, you mm-hmm. know, in store for over a year now. I've been online since 2018. 
we've built our entire business online for those first several years strictly off of the ability to take e-check online. Nice. <laughs> so because, like you were saying, there's yeah. restrictions <clears> – <throat> Nobody wants to bank with you when you're right. in the kratom industry, right. even though it's totally legal. It's true. I wondered about uh, same they, thing with medical marijuana I, and legal recreational I'm on marijuana. A federal how do you list. have how do you have the fucking power to do that though? What to do what? They bank with the fucking clan, but they won't bank with. <laughs> well, that's the issue. There. Well, that's <laughs> that's the issue. Well, There's, and, and just recently, a couple months ago, when the, you bring your pharma money in there, right? The federal government stepped in in Kansas, and in Kansas City, they walked into uh, a legal dispensary and basically raided them and took all their cash. Yep. What? Because they are illegal. Federally, yeah. They had been voted in. Everything was locally legal, but because it's still illegal federally, Dude, I remember, they came in and raided them. I remember seeing a, a bus that happened in like Kansas or someplace like that. It, there were, it wasn't even a dispensary. Mm-hmm. They busted it. A business just for having CBD products. Yes. Oh, yeah. And they had a big fucking press I saw that conference. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And they were so proud of it. Like, yeah. come it's, on, it, man. And, it, and it's just. <laughs> this is what we're going against. It's just there's no actual understanding of what they're actually doing. And you can't hate anyone because of that. All you can do is lead by example. Because most people are getting bad information. To yeah. push and push. Yeah. And and once that one person hears about Nana, mm-hmm. you know, or their Nana. Their Nana. Got mm-hmm. changed. Right there. Now it's okay. You yeah. know, and that's what we've been accomplishing. It's been really tough because – so we can't make Kratom illegal because they failed so hard at that because there's so much support behind it that they've never even seen before. It was insane. Yeah. Like at the Capitol, that, there was a greater turnout to keep Kratom legal than there was to legalize cannabis. Mm-hmm. Do you have any social media or things? Do you make like videos or anything on your own talking about this kind of thing for people out there to find information um, on? P- people uh, get educated in my shop. Absolutely, but you also post like you've got a you, you've got stuff. the business page. The thing is, you when you say kratom online, yeah, now, you start to get that. Now they know what you just said in that video. You yeah. have to call it K. You, nobody will see your videos. Change yeah. the title. Talk it about drug. Make it about opioid addiction. And, and that's the thing, man. Like right, well, I, I've been down this road, and I've had too many accounts shut down. Yeah, you know, there's a <clears> lot of just they'll pull the plug on you, no problem, no issue. Are you able to advertise on traditional radio or te- television? Now I am, and so this has been a process, guys. This so, just happened too, right? Just recently, yeah. So like within the week, back like oh, I was wow. saying, back like I was saying, like 2018, this was still as if it would be heroin, mm-hmm. right? But it mm-hmm. is legal, um, but nobody will touch you. So trying to actually like build a business online strictly with one the product already being kind of sketching people's eyes and then now they have to pay you on an e check yeah. online yeah. meaning right. they put their routing and account number not at a actual debit card info that was really tough because yeah. now you're really like because then people wonder if you're legitimate oh 100 exactly. percent they're like what yeah. is this trash and you now know? you have all my info what the hell what is this yeah. you yeah. know and so that's where you really get to meet the people who really need it. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what we did. We one person after another. It wasn't about trying to scale so fast or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was about finding the people that need it and knowing over time that it will take care of itself. And now here we are. The first year of business, we had to use the cashless ATM system, just mm-hmm. like dispensaries. Mm-hmm. We, nobody would take credit or debit card payments with us. Square pay. I had a million people. Why don't you just use square pay? And like, yeah. 
Yo. Oh, like I never thought of that. You're so smart. Sell me this pack of M&M's for 50 bucks. Right. And so it was really cool, though, um, in December, uh, the the World Health Organization went after Kratom again, like heavy, uh, and got smacked right in the mouth hard, like big time. And that's with the science from Dr. Chris McCurdy I was saying about earlier. True official science now. We can't even argue with it unless yeah. you just like I don't even I don't even know. You they're, know. They're doing the same thing with kratom that they did with cannabis, which was for a long time they would say, "Oh, well, there's no studies on cannabis." Duh! It's because you fucking put it in Schedule One. No, it's like, because Richard Nixon threw them in the fucking trash. That's, that's why there's no fucking studies. Well, there were too. studies. Yeah, no, you're right. And you're right about is. that. And there is about kratom. There is about and kratom that's too. The but issue here is that what's most fascinating even about kratom is. Let's talk about Kratom in its own home country, where it came from, where it's from. It had its own war on drugs on Kratom, just like we did with cannabis. Right. Like, literally until a, like a year and a half ago, now their government allows people to grow, like, three Kratom trees in their backyard for medicinal use. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. When this used to be a fucking tree that's, just, like, growing native in the rainforest right. and shit. Yeah. But hmm. back in the 40s when opium was being sold and it was a big, obviously, a, a money maker for their state. Yes. Um, well, okay. Well, you we can't have Kratom because people don't want to use people the opium. People don't want the opium. You know? Right. And so they did their own actual campaign to misinform everyone in their local communities right. that Kratom, their own native tree that they've been using as a medicine is like evil. Right. And so now you have whole communities going out and fucking clear cutting Kratom forest ancient trees yeah. in the name of the government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so now we're they're understanding, whoa, that was all wrong. That was bullshit. That was insane. Yeah. yeah. And actually What's even more interesting is like my money that I pay my farmer for for their kratom from their plot of kratom is is sending their kids to school, right? Like doing good for their communities because yeah. a lot of these people are rubber farmers. Yep, they are stuck under the thumb of rubber companies or palm oil companies, and they don't make any money off of this trash. They're and hard workers, hard working yeah. people. Now they have a native cash crop sitting right there that they can grow plots of and export themselves bro that's a money making business right, right. There. that is providing value not only for them because it's regenerative but also for us who's going through an opiate epidemic yeah absolutely yeah. dude I've, i always say like the worst fucking thing you could do right now in the middle of an opiate epidemic is to ban kratom oh god yeah because there's 15 million people People, Give or take in America that use this plant on a regular basis. Many of them are like me, sure. former opiate addicts, recovering opiate addicts. And I, I mean, I would also, say that's you, public enemy pull, number one. If you pull it that is. rug out from underneath all of those people, I guarantee you, you're going to see overdoses start to skyrocket. Skyrocket. It's literally also, the worst possible thing. Also, dude, yeah, I mean, by <laughs> me helping people over the years with Kratom, it's not even – that's where – also, it kind of is upsetting for the simple fact that Kratom gets pigeonholed to these are only for opiate people now. Right. right no, yeah. it's not and just it, for that's that. what's interesting is because of the way it's been presented in this in the states now. So now we kind of understand the background history of where it's coming from, where it went through. Now we got to understand how we're marketing it in the in our country. Right. right. Like it arrived in like 20, 2009 ish, like right around 
maybe a little bit earlier is where it kind of started getting popular in the smoke shops. And the simple reason why is because at that time, what was going hard in the smoke shops? Fake fucking weed and cannabis. Oh, yeah. K2 oh, I remember that K2 shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was in seventh grade smoking oh, that shit. I was, too. Was I was fucked in, up. Actually, was I insane. just got out yeah. of high school. I was in my early 20s when that came out. I was like, weed that you can smoke? You don't have to worry about getting pulled over? Yep. Fuck, yeah, sign me <laughs> That's up. That's a straight drug. drug. Yeah. No, like, right. No, man. I, mean, I my think head you figured out quick. When I yeah. was on that shit. I've well, got you a cousin. Went from, you went from spark to the top of the fucking roof. It ain't you no know? weed, I'll tell you that. that, that no, no, it ain't no that weed. That shit ain't weed. That. No. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> that obviously started to become an issue, right? Like, yeah. that was a real fucking drug. This is an issue. Yeah. Like, but these people are making tons of money on this oh, shit. Oh, bath right? salts. I mean, that was yeah, the other that one. Was yeah. another one. Yeah. So a lot of these things were coming popular and hot in these smoke shop scenes. Well, a lot of these guys were reaching for straws when all these were becoming you know, illegal, right? You can't right. fucking sell this. Right, right. And these people, I mean, that were smoking this shit do not give a fuck, right? Like, I mean, you're, if you're smoking this. By the time it got illegal, I would agree with you because we'd all figured it out. That oh, it was, yeah. Uh, like, these people are now addicted to this. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the issue. So there, a lot of these smoke shop owners and stuff are just looking for another product that they could mm-hmm. pawn off to the people. Well, they just so happen to fall on Kratom. Well, they didn't quite understand what Kratom actually is. Right. Because in high doses, it can make you feel a little funky, you know, if you don't throw up kind of thing. It's not a fun drug to get high on, though. It really isn't. However, people were doing it kind of thing. Dude, the first time I took Kratom, I took it in an attempt to get high. Did not get me high. No. Didn't you're going to be, like, not didn't touch happy it for about that at all, you know? It yeah. was like, well, that, that was dumb, you, chase those you know? New highs. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't touch it for years. I didn't touch it until it was time for me to come off the opiate. <laughs> to understand about and it. And then now. it was a fucking miracle drug. Yeah. And, that, and yeah, it is. <laughs> and that's, so, back to kind of how things got started in the misconception or perception on, I don't even know how to say that word, but on Kratom started. Yes. Because... <laughs> Yes. yes, both. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so and that's the real sad part about it. Because of these other substances that were fucking insane, you know, they were even selling salvia <laughs> for a minute, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I is a that. wicked psychedelic. You I know? always salvia wanted to try that. Uh, dude, Gnarly. It's not it fun. windows and shit. You know? <laughs> it's not fun, bro. Uh, I hear you have to have a babysitter, and that's yeah, why I never tried it, because I never could get a friend. You know, whatever. But, uh... <laughs> That's where the authorities started to crack down. Okay, hey, we're we're gonna basically fucking kill all these smoke shops. No shit if they're selling oh, salvia. Dude, right. Fair just, enough. Just right? right up the road here fair in Holt Summit. I remember yeah. when we showed up, they had a massive bus because some some selling Middle Eastern some br- guy had like so much hashish or whatever, and then all this like other stuff that he shouldn't be selling. Yeah. And I remember okay, K2 if I've never heard of it. I think that was then dude up in Columbia. How bad could it be? I uh, it was a dude up uh, up around the corner uh, at Holt Summit. Oh, really? Dude, this shit yeah. was happening like all over the place. Yeah, you true. know, like the, all these. I mean, people. I know a dude who was selling in Fulton three million dollars worth a year of fake of K two. it might be oh, the same Lord. person that I know. It was insane. Yeah. But, I don't know, though. I wouldn't walk away but from that really, money, though. So the two has a dollar sign on it, right? Shit. Mm-hmm. It was, it's impressive. Honestly, it's impressive to build a business behind something that's just so, I mean. That's I, money. It, it is. That's money will do money hungry people. I yep. do and that's something. how Kratom did get into this whole situation. It's, yeah, it's money. They, they have all this shit that they're selling. They grouped Kratom in with it. The authorities saw that as bath salts along with yeah, everything else. Sure. So they're all bad. So there is like. 
four or five states that has kratom as a schedule one drug like oh, alabama arkansas arkansas and this was at the era in the time of the basalt bands and all this yeah shit. and that's how kratom became this and that's yeah. it and that's where we're at now is trying to reverse all this all this legislation and it was the guy at the party when the miners got busted and the police raided and and he had the kratom and he just kratom is the guy yeah. at oh, that shit. party That's, that is yeah. 21 and just happened to come up and didn't know all it's these a totally legal thing right and, you know but then he gets <laughs> fucked right yeah you know? and so that's the issue with it it's a beautiful thing People need educated about it. People need to stand up for it. And that's just what I decided to dedicate myself to for for my life. You know, I have a fucking seven-inch kratom leaf tattoo on the back of my calf. And it's just to Fuck yeah. signify, you know. <laughs> Not where is, I thought he was going. No, I didn't it. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful, too. Uh, it is a be- beautiful tree. It is, really. It, it's a very beautiful Do you still tree. have one? It's beautiful. Man, it's seven went, inches long. It's a girthy, solid Arizona, oak. Yeah. And I uh, had my... Jealous. My, uh neighbor watch it for a little, like a week did your neighbor kill it she fucked killed it oh. nah you can't put that on yeah we were get, yeah we were. yes you can yes you can <laughs> yes you can he just did I don't know if anybody else caught what just happened but the neighbor is definitely listening <laughs> You're a great girl. What really <laughs> happened was we got our windows replaced, and it, it was like negative two degrees. Uh, that'll it yeah. And it's it a is a very tree. tropical yeah. tree. I've heard yeah. it's a pretty hard plant, like in you know it, in, in America. For yeah, sure. yeah, like it's hard to propagate everything if, about it. If tough. you're in like Southern Florida or something, then maybe. Dude, I know a guy in a company actually in West Virginia that is fucking growing an entire greenhouse of American cradle trees. It's fascinating awesome. in West Virginia. So it's it's able to be done. People are pushing the limits, and that's that's something that's going to be interesting in the future. Is an American kratom uh, industry industry? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm being born out of it. Now here's my first question: It's a fucking tree. Uh-huh. How are you going to grow that shit indoors? Well, How tall does it get? Uh, well, natively, like these things can get like seventy feet in the air. You know, when you're oh, talking yeah, about big. an ancient tree, these things were fucking beautiful huge. trees. They're huge, tall. They're called an elephant leaf kratom because but that's why because they were old enough to get worked into religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These mo- yeah. Well, oh, you're probably right. So. No, you're it probably was right. A very religious. I mean, people been using kratom for thousands of years. They simply have, and yeah. there's research dating. Ethan, it all pull back. that mic on up to you, man. Get it up close there. You hear me a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, I can hear you better there. Yeah. Feel free to push it in and slide it back if here. you need to. Make that mic your bitch, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Just fucking grab oh, it. Oh, you made <laughs> Just grab it by the ball. Now twist it a little. Uh, <laughs> now I feel a little bit better. Oh, now. very, very. Left to right. Left to right. Lick your lips if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, feel free. I mean, you I can grab that. Actually, gotta take a break real quick. Yeah, I was gonna say, we'll Dave, why don't we? Uh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> Let's take a break real quick, Dave. Once you hit that I'm up for music. us, bro, I've uh, I've got music up. I, oh. I can't hear. Oh. oh, there we go. There we go. I oh. got it. All right. Hey, man, let's thank our Patreon patrons. Let's this, do this oh. guy. This hey. guy. Hey. This guy right this here, guy. Mr. Biscuit Strength. Biscuit Strength. Is that the French pronunciation? <laughs> it is now. Biscuit cool. I want to thank next week's guest, the JC Paranormal Society. The homie Dub IZ. That's going to be a good one coming up. Dub IZ and the fam over at Chess Team Records and. In the Groove Records. In the Groove Records. Our good friend Ben Connolly and Jamie Rector. And Jamie Rector. Let's not forget the Paranormal Son. That's right, JT. Our boy JT. Paranormal Son. So wait, is that five? That's five. That's five. Okay. God, I can never a handful. keep up it with is. the numbers, right? Uh-huh. Literally. Yeah. Biscuit. Let's take a break. Yeah, we'll see you all on the other side. On the old 77. 
Hey guys, Scott here from the old 77. I just want to take a moment and tell you about Infinite Moment Photography. I was down at the Noreen Access a couple of months ago. I was shooting bottles uh, for the Hot Wings Challenge. Went off without a hitch. Thank you. And a big thanks goes to this guy, Rob Schaefer from Infinite Moment Photography. Rob was down at the Noreen Access taking some pictures. He had his impressive equipment out, let me tell you. The guy's got this this lens that's it's huge. You could zoom in on the capital. It's like spyware lens stuff. But he got some amazing photos. I saw some of the stuff he did that day. Walked up while I was taking photos of the bottles and said, Hey man, I gotta know, what's this all about? So I told him about the Hot Wings Challenge. He said, Hey, you mind if I take some? You know, I, I kind of do this. And I was like, Yeah, that'd be great. They turned out amazing. Just look at this. So a big ups to Rob Schaefer from Infinite Moment Photography. He's out of Lynn, Missouri. Find him online at InfiniteMomentPhotography.com. You can also go to Facebook at Infinite Moment Photography. You can see some of his work. Send him a message. Family, wedding, newborn, nature photos. Rob does it all, and it's amazing. Check him out online at InfiniteMomentPhotography.com and on Facebook at Infinite Moment Photography. Check the mic and make uh-huh. sure it sounds uh-huh. right, boy. What the hell have you done, Dave? I don't know, man. Hey, welcome back to the old 77, by the way. It's a safe place. In an unsafe world. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we're back. All right, we're back. Segment two. Segment deuce. Ethan and Brittany. From the big deuce. Mind Right Wellness. Uh, Dustin, you were saying right before we came on the air, you have a... Dustin has a question. Yeah, Kratom-related question. I do. I, it's very much Kratom-related question, because you got to remember, I don't know shit about Kratom. Neither do I, man. Do you? That's why we got Ethan here now. Do you smoke it? Do no, you no, drip no. it? Do oh, you yeah. take it in a pill? You like, bang it, bro. What does it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm out. Yeah. No. No. He's <laughs> kidding. I know you're kidding. But uh, but but yeah, what? That, that's the part that we haven't got to that I, I'm really interested to know because I have no clue what this even. Sure. Is. Here's the uh, funny part. I don't want to see Nana mainlining. Dude, we're laughing. We're laughing about how absurd that thought is. Yeah. But. That that was some of the disinfo that was on the internet at one yeah, time was that people were of, shooting it up, yo. which is complete bullshit. Yeah. Now I'll let you get to. Yeah. No, you're 100 percent right. There's, it's kazy what people think kratom actually is and how you would use it. You know, because again, it's a tree leaf. Uh, you don't smoke kratom leaf. I don't know even what that would be like. Uh, it's just not common, and I don't think anybody does that. No. Um, however. Most people, uh, traditionally, will brew it in a tea and steep it in hot, boiled water, uh, and they'll drink it, and they call it juice. So, you know, it's not uncommon for them to be calling it juice. So you drink it. They just drink it. Okay. And That's what so I do. Here, Let me get a juice. Juice. <laughs> and juice is it's actually really good. I love Kratom tea because it doesn't have any plant material in it anymore, and the plant material is pretty fibrous, so okay. not very uh, tasty. It does, and it's hydrophobic, so it doesn't blend well. Oh, so, so you can't just like dump it in a glass of sweet tea, and it doesn't just mix <laughs> like that. So some people will drink it, the plant material itself. I do that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and just get it back. Some people will parachute Slam. it. Some yeah. people will eat it in capsules. What's or, parachute it? That's um, you, you could get like parchment papers. Um, that way you don't have to taste it. And it's like, let's say you're doing like two grams okay. of the plant leaf. You put it on this little square piece of like dissolvable paper. 
And, and then you just eat the paper? you just eat the paper. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Oh. So you don't actually have to taste so the So you actual, throw it back yeah. like a five-hour energy and think of it that way. Kind so, of. I guess, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, some people actually make drinks out of it, you know, because you can make a good Kratom tea. You know? I mix mine with OJ. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Uh, what so, does it taste like? Shit. Uh, really? Well, <laughs> is it see, bad? The most yeah, fascinating thing is, is a lot of people will report like on my Kratom. Because, again, this is a food product, so mm-hmm. it's all about it varies. how it's been handled, the yeah. way it's been processed. Um, a lot of times, like, my green veins and stuff taste almost like, exactly like matcha. Oh, you, like, we got to tell them about red vein versus white vein versus green vein. Sure, yeah. yeah. And let's go ahead and dive Mul- into that. So multiple different varieties. It's kind like of like if you think of strains okay. with weed. Well, I'm thinking like stativa, uh, indica, kind of like indica. That. different e- effects. Yeah. Ethan will yeah. tell yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, fascinating as hell um, because again, it's not actually a different genetic or anything right. like that. It's the same type of tree. It's the age of the leaf that it's right. been aged to, which would determine like the they call it either a white vein, green vein, red vein, and the age of the leaf will determine like whenever we eat it, kind of the effect it gives and so like a red vein is much more sedative it's an older leaf too it's good for pain great for pain yeah helps a ton of people with sleep issues so like i have a ton of people who are on ambient sleep medication like my stepmom was on ambient for like a decade how long Um, does it take to get it to a red state to get it how long do you have to age it um well that's actually just after it's picked off so after the leaf is picked off that's the drawing process. And so it's so, not like 10, 20 years like fucking whiskey. No, that's okay. the beautiful part. Like these things are very regenerative. You know, they're reoccurring all the time. Very yeah, sustainable. Very sustainable. Yeah. Um, and then that's where natively a lot of these people, they have traditions on how the certain leaf will be aged and fermented versus the others. And that is what's causing all the different varieties of the kratom itself because again it's just a kratom leaf right um it's how it's handled that will now determine the different effects and the red vein like i was saying sleep pain great for nighttime Um, but it's all natural you're not adding anything in there literally nothing it's just a one single ingredient always always one ingredient yeah Um, well that's another question i was going to ask what do you add to make it a red or a white nothing that's the beautiful part about it is so simple so it's how much you age it when it's processed and so with that now the alkaloid content in the leaf will change and now when we ingest it it has those alkaloids will have slightly different physiological effects on our body um no different than like you were saying like sativa right yeah they're all cannabinoids in there there's cbd thc cbn they're just different levels of those it's literally just like weed because they say if you wait longer to harvest cannabis you will get more of the sedating properties whereas if you harvest it a little earlier you're going to get more of the energizing and it's just how terpenes work you know terpenes i never knew that i just thought that you know like plant science is real fascinating and it does all kinds of cool stuff you know yeah um and that's how we can use it to our advantage to help us you know dude the Uh, the conclusion i've come to you know we spend all this money trying to design new drugs that people will, will spend a shit ton of money for and there is a place for that for sure but i think that in general Mother Nature is better at creating things that oh, yeah. help humans than we are. Well, it's like culinary, man. If it grows together, it goes together. 
Yes. You know? True. And what's fascinating, really, a lot of the drugs we do have came all from nature, you know? And mm-hmm. so. That's why it's so depressing that the Amazon rainforest is burning to the ground because there are so many drugs that are still yet to be undiscovered. <laughs> well, sure. At the same time, though, with real drugs, that you, you, you have to add, like, fucking turpentine and. and, and oh, anhydrous ammonia yeah. to cut this. Sure. You got to cut a lot of things. You know? yeah. and but the base of itself, and, you know, yeah. is, is typically found in nature, you know? Right. Um, and then. In a holistic sense, a lot of times people can use the natural product itself, gain benefits from it. Right. And, of course, there's going to be a scenario where people need a direct medication. But when we're talking about longevity and wellness, these are things that will have those positive effects on people, period. Yeah. Like, it's just a fact. Scott, you know? Scott, you know of, of my medical medical condition, which is called cyclic vomiting syndrome. Yep. There is one medication, prescription medication, that I have to take every night. And I would probably be in bad shape if I didn't have right. that medication. But other than that, I'm able to handle everything I need to handle with plants. And that's the beauty. like the Which is great. The, the, when we're talking about chronic. Because that's where the money's at. It's chronic drugs. Something right? you have to take every Not day. Not this one-off. Like that's why they. You know, that's why people will polarize even natural health with that exact argument. You know, of course we need traditional medical doctors and medical science right. and that one drug that you need to take. Right. We need that. Yes. We need that. Yes. Like, of Agreed. course we do. Yes. We need t- insulin for type 1 diabetes. Right. Like, of course. No yeah. one even says we don't. Antibiotics. Yes. You know, things. Anti- I need antibiotics for my Lyme disease yeah. right now. I need that. Kratom yeah. ain't going to cure my Lyme, Lyme disease. <laughs> right. You know? right. However, leading up to all of this and trying to figure out until I even had, had that diagnosis, if I didn't have Kratom in my life, Man, I was suffering. You would have been, you know, in I would have been in bad, bad, bad shape. You yeah, know? that's the other thing, man. That we that's haven't, the beauty. we haven't talked about was, you just got a diagnosis. How yeah. long have you actually been dealing with Lyme disease? About four years. Yeah, it took, oh, you, it took you that long. It took yeah. me. Yeah. It took Ra- me. It's ravaged my body. I've lost over forty-five pounds of straight yeah. muscle. Yeah, uh, from this. Um, I have lab results um, and doctor notes showing and written out. Indicating positive Lyme never treated me, but it, but they never, yeah, I, never I, treated I, me, I, never even told me about it. Yeah, uh, when I had full uh, suspect that this was what was happening to me. Yeah, um, yeah I didn't know this until literally uh, about two months ago. Damn. That that was my actual diagnosis. I knew I was just suffering and dying. Yeah, that's also put more weight into what I'm actually doing with MindRight. Simply the fact I knew I was suffering and I knew the products I had was saving my life in some kind of way I didn't really know because I didn't have an answer for it. Yeah. Uh, but now that I actually understand I actually have a, a actual disease that was caused and has been in my body for a period of over four years, it makes a lot of sense why these things were working in right. my body and giving me the relief that I needed. Because if it wasn't for that, I I would have. there's no way I would have been able to start my business, work the hours, right. deal with customers, right. why I was literally wanting to kill myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. Kratom did that for me, right. you know, hands down. Um, and so that's the beauty of this whole thing. And the beauty of mind, right. Is we're just tr- simply trying, we're not saying fuck the system in any way in the sense that we want to work together. You yeah, know, dude, that's the thing is that's like the beautiful thing. The, about the, the Kratom industry has been, Begging the FDA, we want to that. regulate it. We have to. Please regulate it. We have to. You know. Yes. And that's 
you know, and you'll have those people kind of back to what we were talking. You'll have those people that like believe this is the answer to all. And that's just somebody trying to sell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we need to find the balance to use these natural health products that are very effective um, and and respect them um, and intertwine that with the existing technology we have right. today. And I think we would do a lot better. There's room for everybody. Of course. Yeah. Agree. Of course. Agree. So where can we find you? Uh, social media. Uh, Instagram, MindRightComo, at MindRightComo. Um, so mind right m-i-n-d-r-i-g-h-t then como uh c-o-m-o c-o-m-o <laughs> thanks dave yeah You're welcome we've yep. been shut down multiple times it sucks so but that's an account that's still been good running for a while um i also have a business a mushroom extract company agape mycology so you can find us on instagram most of the times um do you sell online for for the people listening worldwide yep, it's not you local? can you can uh find us mindrightwellness.com pretty straightforward um you'll find all of our kratom product on there uh, we have a bunch of other product on there if you have any questions you can reach us i mean everything's accessible so what is a what is like what, what if say like somebody has like chronic pain or something that's listening right now and they just want to try it like how much would it cost for like a sample to see if it works for you 18 dollars wow that's really good 18 dollars is the price point that will get you what's called the trio pack um, the trio pack gives you the ability to try each of the different color veins. Like as we were speaking earlier, mm-hmm. the red vein is one I got to touch on. That's going to be more for people with the sleep and stuff like that. I use personally the green vein. That's my favorite because mm-hmm. I could use it during the daytime. My favorite too. Yeah, it yeah. helps me a lot with focus. People with like that kind of ADHD issue stuff too. Um, it helps a lot with the pain relief side of things, but also just kind of help you be more productive and stay more focused. When the white vein has more of like a more like a caffeine energy feel. Yeah, it's like, more Brittany energy, likes the white vein more. Yeah, like, yeah. But we're also yin and yang. Like, she's super chill. I'm very high strong. So <laughs> you put a white vein in me, I get like very worked up in the sense like it's just a little too much, yeah. you know? Um, she loves it and she does great with it. And so the trio pack, 18 bucks, gives you a sample of all three. You kind of feel out which one works best for you and right. what you jive most with because that's how personalities are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everybody's body's different. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. It is very fascinating to see that. And then from there, people just find what they like and, and they just kind of stick with it. And people have been using my products for years on end. And it's one of those things that never really become an issue as long as you're knowing how to use it properly. It's really, uh, you know, no issue. And that's also why we like to kind of be the gatekeeper to Kratom is so we can educate the people straight off the rip on, hey, how to use this product safely so right. we don't have a lot of those wicked, weird stories that yeah. Yeah. people you don't, got out of smoke shop and they ate 20 yeah. grams. I was going to say, you know, what the yeah. hell? You, you know? don't want the scummy sc- smoke no. shop guys getting their fucking hands well, on Well, back it in the day, you know, I knew a girl. She snorted the marijuanas once and died. <laughs> Never do that. <laughs> Never. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah, know. man, that's kind of a, a nutshell on Cradle, and I appreciate you guys letting me talk about Dude, it. Dude, no, it's been know? great. Yeah. Thank I you know, guys. Dave, you're a hardcore on Cradle, so you know, I, I appreciate you I had that. no yeah. idea what Kratom was I didn't know before that. this episode. Yeah. So, you can yeah. see it here on my leg, if you can see. Oh, yeah. See Look it? at that. That's a Kratom leaf. Okay. Yes, sir. It looks literally just like that, too. I mean, It's beautiful. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's supposed <laughs> to be one of those little patch ones. Yeah. You know, it kind of looks like a little patch woven into your, your skin. That's cool. Shout out to Jared Ray. There you go. Anybody listening? Mexico, Missouri. Right on. I've heard I'm familiar of that dude with before. Mexico. Fucking yeah. fire tattoos. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. of that I mean, dude he's, he's, he's a good He's that dude. Artist. 
Yep. Well, listen, guys, we really appreciate you coming. Thank on you for having us. Yeah. We're hey, back one, to Como. one yeah. more time. Plug your your website. Yes. And everything. How can Come we get a find hold of us? You? We we have a store downtown Columbia, Missouri. You find us right on Broadway. Perfect. Um, Mind Right Wellness. We're right next to like Jimmy John's Hot Box Cookies, right there on the Strip on Broadway. Yep. Um, if you're not around to find us in Columbia, you're in Jeff City, whatever. We ship all across the country. MindRightWellness.com. Um, and then follow us at uh, Instagram on Facebook and Mind Right Como. If yep. you have any questions, just just let me know. I love you guys. Thank you, brother. Peace. It's been a blast. Thank you for having me. Folks. Educational as fuck. Links right? in the description. Yes. Yep, we'll put the links in the Got description. Yep. Yeah. Appreciate you it, guys. Yeah. Trying to help. I was like, what? What you saying I was over saying there, man? You, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know you got your, your process yet. What you saying? No, you guys did great. You did a hell of a job. Oh man, man. thanks. Thank thanks you for uh, thanks for dropping some knowledge. Damn, biscuit. everybody go get your kratom, right? We'll get that. We just gotta get Mine Nana. Right. We just gotta get Nana to brew up some kratom. <laughs> we'll be good to go, bro. She gets it from mine, right? That's all. Yeah, that's right. Try, yeah. We're gonna take a break. Try it. See y'all after this. Yeah, dude, you should come try it sometime. I got ADD and I work for the In the Groove, Vinyl Records and More has the widest variety of new and used music, carrying new and reissued vinyl, used CDs and cassette tapes, in business for over 20 years, offering the best variety and service we possibly can. In the year 2000, we started out as a little hole in the wall, and now In the Groove is a full-service record shop with thousands of records to choose from, buying rock, jazz, R&B, soul, and blues records, 33s, 45s, and 78s. We also buy CDs and cassette tapes. We've been buying and selling since 2000. In the Groove is a one-stop shop for records, stereo equipment, CDs, and other fun oddities. 708 Jefferson Street, Jefferson City, Missouri. Give us a thumbs up and follow us on Facebook. In the Groove, vinyl records and more. Welcome back to Old 77 Podcast. Eat safe place. Unsafe world. Rolling it down with the old 77. Safely. Shout out to our good buddy, Louie Mano. That's uh, Vermont broadcasting legend, Louie Mano. He's in the Hall of Fame, folks. He is in the Hall of Fame, for real. Look him up. Look him up. That guy's got... Just amazing set of pipes on him. He dude. sure does. We know we know some folks with we know some nice some people. pipes, man. I work with a guy, his name's Paul Turner, it's and he does radio. he does amazing stuff for nationally. He voices the NFL. Oh wow. Really? Like he does some big name stuff. And this guy's got a set of balls in his throat like you wouldn't know, man. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Like, of oh guys. my god. I want to reword that, buddy. No, it's it's I think I got throat. it right. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. You need some balls in your throat, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, get if, some balls in your throat on the old 77. Be more like get some balls in your I mean, if it would give me a voice like one of those guys, I'd take a couple balls. Well, the the old boy, old boy Paul that I'm working with, he lives on a golf course in Florida somewhere. His day consists of because he he does our business, he does the NFL, he does tons and tons of like national stuff. So this guy's recording sports shit for the NFL, no, 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 and then the no, next no, thing not is not on just, the old seventy seven. No, no, no. Well, he's doing you know, a little bit. That's, that's a perk. Pretty, that's a perk. You that's know? pretty cool that's though. You should brag about that more. No, like. <laughs> we don't want to get him fired. Yeah, <laughs> oh. he's on retainer for the business, not me. Oh, you know? Okay. <laughs> 
Never. Okay, so that's not what happening. Uh, no, 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 no. I completely guessed wrong. But you know, this guy gets up in the morning at 9 a.m. He'll do a script because that's one of his deadlines. He goes out. He plays nine holes or whatever. Comes back in. You know, he'll do another script around three. Goes back out. Finishes it. That's his day. That sounds like a good day at work to me. Every yeah. day. He's yeah. doing all right, right, too. I'm sure he's doing all right. I just heard the other day he sold that and he moved somewhere upstate like New York now. Good for him. So, 100%. Right? So, oh, yeah. uh, guys, I can't help but notice there are a few decks of cards on the table. <laughs> and oh, this some weird, Like shit's all wrapped up and some stuff. Some weird metal shit that looks like it's supposed to be squeezed. It's been a minute. Biscuit, what are you looking at here, bro? What do you got? What do you got? Just randomly, just Just showed up with some stuff like. Well, hello there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, I know what the decks of cards are. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, Do you, Dave? Do you? We got the squeezy things. What do you call those squeezy things? Grippers. 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 How do we do this? Makes sense. What am I? What am I squeezing here? That's the one fifty, right? Yeah. Got the one. I've got the. Mine says two hundred. Nope. Yep. This is the one fifty. Yeah. Okay, That's so we're going to start with the 150. That's the easiest one. Okay, let's one. see. So, and, and they have to touch. you got to try to make those two metal touch. things touch. Oh, yeah. shit, the 150 is the easy one? That's the one I had to double hand? I popped my hand on? Yeah, the one that I popped. Technically, I am, yes. Uh, I can't, can't even make it past level one. This is the shittiest <laughs> video game ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so all right. Close. Almost. Look at the camera awareness on Dustin, I know, man. right? Close only counts where she's hand grenades. Oh, yeah. Fail. Oh no! You, I thought you got it. That I did last not time. get it. I did not get it. <laughs> but you know what? Dave oh, was ready to shit, give you yeah, that. Yeah, you should have rode with that. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, I did. I did that. Oh, I did it. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, I don't believe it now. No, it was a hair. Away. Let me see those things. <laughs> I thought I did it that time. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take false praise here. Scott's already felt some popping in his. Oh hand. man, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> uh, so I don't think I'm going to be able to do. This. <laughs> Do you've been working out, bro? I have, but like I've already you've been getting juicy. I've already oh. tried it a few times, and I don't think I can do it. Dave's been getting juicy. Come on, Dave. Camera oh, awareness, not the TV, not the TV. <laughs> yeah, don't show the TV. Boy. All right, go. Oh. I don't think they're quite touching. No, I didn't. Yeah, know. it's hard. It's harder than I said. thought it was going to be. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's what I don't she know, said. man. Let me do some deep breathing. Yeah. No, me, no, you know, don't. honestly, it actually helps whenever you do stand up. Okay, this workout sucks. Generate power. power. Watch that drink, Dave. I know. Watch watch that drink. Scotty knows that I (laughs) I spill things. I'm going to need something. There's a camera on top of the TV if you want to show them straight up. Here we go. There you go. Let me get it at the right. Do work, son. One, two, two. Oh, come on, dude. Come on, man. Come on, man. I can't do we it. We can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need something a little stronger than the Victoria's Secret catalog to get me to be oh, in here. Oh, he's showing off. Oh, man. That's, oh, that's not cool. Scotty? It's more fun when the dude... Oh, I'll try, but Give it right, to us, baby. I think you just gave him the heavier one. Uh, yeah, why, why does mine say 250? I don't know. Oh, here no, this one's 200. Yeah, there ain't no fucking way. Uh, here we here, go. Look at the, two, the 250, though. Can't right, even do it with two hands. <laughs> there we go. All right. There you go, we'll, we'll try it. You got this, Scott. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I actually... Oh, is he doing I, it? Yeah, no, I actually think you're doing it. Yeah. I, I heard it click. No, that's just his knuckle. Come oh, okay. on. That is actually my knuckle, but yeah, it's... Come on, Mr. Non-Sporty. Look at you go over there. Yeah, there you go. Look at you go. 
Uh, all right, maybe there is something to that standing up thing. Yeah, for you sure. Know? You know, no, more power I don't think through. so. No, through the feet, no, through the no. hips. Right, I'm gonna try it one more time. Oh, stand it up, man! Here oh, we go. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Yeah, right. really gonna <laughs> get the biggest failure in the. I room. can't if let I this guy beat me. Holy shit! All right, if I can hold do on, it, don't then. don't turn your hand like that because you can lose all power if you're in like a really weird position. Try yeah, to get it to where it's like yeah. the most comfortable. Right there. Don't and pinch. All right, here we go. Just squeeze. Oh, I hear it. Damn, it's it's man. together. It's like together, but it's like but it's not clicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I get it, just a hair. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. It's it's weird, man. It's weird. Ooh. I can't I can't do it. Yes, you can. I got I guess I need to work on my forearm strength. Rip. What should I do for with for my forearm? Mountain climb, Dave. Fuck that, dude. So is that where the power is? Is in this muscle? Like, cause it's, for it's that all right thing. here. Yeah, for that thing. It's all right here. So it's, it's all tendon strength. I did not know that. I thought nope. it was fingers. So. Nope. Just all tendons, because everything leads up to your elbow. I was elbow. just thinking that, man. He and can do the all. 250. Like, I feel sorry for his wang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Gripping that yeah. thing, right? Mm. Where I can. Choking that bitch <laughs> like it owes him money. That thing's probably <laughs> covered in Band-Aids. <laughs> right. Now, nah, I'm wishing I was my hands are soft. <laughs> All right, let's bust right. out those cards now, <clears throat> or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what uh, you, got. you still see that they're in the cellophane? Oh, yes, in, yes. In Dave, Copperfield, you, yeah, you, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the my whole favorite s- story you told was doing this at the fucking checkout. Oh yeah, <laughs> that gal was like, "What do I do with so this now?" The, there's no cards. Right, right. Left in there. That's all of them. There's nothing's perforated. You just watched me take it out. Yes, yeah. I did. Okay. So the way that. A deck of cards is it's 52 cards in a deck, two jokers, make it 54, and then with Mavericks, you get about like all the different pairs, and then it tells you about it, about bicycles, so it makes it 56. These are the good cards, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. We only use the good this is, ones. This is when Nana's not shooting Kratom, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. She's, she's playing Pinochle with, with Gladys and Hayes. So Hazel. you see it? There's, Stick there's around no for the after hours, folks. We've been yeah. playing Pinochle. Oh, dude, look at how easy he makes it look. Are you kidding me? It's disgusting. He gets up in the morning and does that with six packs with his bare penis. Now do it again. Do it again? Oh, oh, can you do it again? Yeah, yes, he can. I don't want to put you in a spot. I shouldn't oh, no, that. he'll do it. Trust me, he'll do it. He'll do it with his toes. Yeah. I've done it in my mouth before. Yeah, I've seen that one. You were, were you holding, you at, had a video or something. You were holding do you stack them? At what point do you stack them and you can't do it anymore? Uh, like, with, like, what's like the most the cards you've done yeah. at, at one time? Like, could we take this card out and this card out and put them together as one I've never, deck? I've never done two full decks, but I've done like a deck and a half or a deck and three quarters. Deck and three quarters. He's like fucking watching him tear it, though, was like fucking butter. You like, wanna, not right now, but a minute ago. You want to go for a personal best tonight? Come on, no. man. No. We believe in you. <laughs> no, there, no. Oh, he's doing it. There it is. There so, it is. So that is called quartering a deck. And then it's like eighthing a deck. I've only done this once. Could not do that again, though. Right. You like, extremely... like split that in Yeah, half. then you split this. Yeah. See, that's that's where I'm dangerous is because I'm going to see how far we can push this. <laughs> yeah. Right there. <laughs> that's right. it. There it is. You want to give it a shot? When I first heard of you, I will try it. I'm not going to tear it, but I'll try it. <laughs> no, no, no. Say you won't. 
But uh, when I first yeah, when man, I first I came here, we were on a break, and they told me about you, and I was like, man, I've got to. I, I really want to see how far we can push this thing. Okay. Yeah, I think I had some of the stuff too still at the time. Right, I so still have my be, frying pan that I've been. This will be good for confirming what's up here. There you go. Oh, yep, I count fifty six. Uh, they're all there. You saw. Yeah, absolutely. Because right. so, <laughs> here in a minute, I'm going to hand him this. Un- You're not going to be able to tell that I ever fucking touched this no, um, no, by the no, time not, I'm not done. Not necessarily. So, just with, like this. So with two fingers. Yep. Yeah. Bingo. You had perfect grip. So now yep. two fingers again, yep. like on the other yep, side, just like this. And you use that thumb. See. Like okay, so, so you're I- pinching it, and then you just. So you got to think of like a razor knife. <coughs> yeah, you're, like a, you're just uh, you're holding. You can also it do it that way too. You can, you can it this twist way. it however, however you feel the strongest. Oh motherfucker! Yeah, man. Yeah, this ain't happening. I can already <laughs> tell. I can tell, tell, tell. All right, and I'm gonna hand it just over to Biscuit. Yeah, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, this." Nah, just nah. God damn it, man. Oh, yeah. Look at that. So how did you discover your talent of bending shit and tearing shit apart? A, it was my father-in-law's friend came up from Texas, and he's like, hey, have you, you know, you're a pretty strong guy because I used to power lift and stuff like that. And he goes, uh, have you ever like done like old-time strongman stuff? Because this is actually like a thing they used to do back like, yeah. way back in the day. They like, used oh, to tour with it. Yeah, yeah. The, the back before Adam. men even had radio, we were tearing, breaking shit just to see. No, sure. you'd get strongmen who would come in the area and would like you know put on a demonstration. They'd they'd bend frying pans and tear sure. the phone book in half. Yeah. Well, you know they discovered it from hanging out with their buddies. Right. <laughs> like a board. Absolutely. Like like, a board with it. <laughs> like ah oh, yeah. But you can't bend a phone book in half. Yeah. Fuck I but can't. Yeah, he brought a whole bunch of stuff up, and it actually took me six months to tear a deck of cards. Like I didn't get it right off the get go. Just couldn't do it, couldn't do it. Like, I could bend stuff, different shit like that, but just... How how ripped were you the first time you tried to tear a, a deck of cards? Fucking jacked, bro. Yeah. yeah. So so that goes back to it all being in the tendon strength. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, never really worked too much on my grip. Yeah. Because I was like, meh. You know, so is that a thing that you work on a lot now? All the time. So what all do you do? I'm assuming you do that, do those squeeze things. Is there any yeah. other exercises you do? I honestly don't really do the grippers too terribly much anymore. Okay, so what do you do then for, uh, for your grip? So I have a whole bunch of like different implements. Yeah. So I have, like a, I have a real thick like two-inch rolling handle. It's got bearings on the inside of it, and it hooks up to – like a, it's called a loading pin. You load okay. plates on it, and as you pick it up, it wants to try to roll out of your hand. So the tighter you squeeze it, the more you keep those bearings from wanting to roll. Damn. It's called an RGT, right. rolling grip thing. Ro- then I have rolling another, grip thing. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Then I have a thing that's called term. a hub. Very. <laughs> and you, you basically just have to like eagle claw that motherfucker because you, you don't have enough to get onto it. Eagle claw. And you just pinch it just like this, pick it up. It seems like such an odd thing to like. It is linked. The stronger over. your grip, the longer your life. Oh, okay. The longer you will live with the stronger grip. Oh, okay. Interesting. Why is that? I don't know. Because you really won't fall off the shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, then that, <laughs> I'll hold on to that piece from the Titanic. <laughs> right, right. Hey, I You'll just... You'll hold on to that, that bitch. <laughs> I just found Scoot out... Scoot your ass over. Yeah. I just found out last night that uh, my grandparents took me to the fair when I was like maybe three or four years old. Herculean and some efforts. fucking methed out carny let me get on a ride that I was not tall enough to get on. And the only thing that saved my life, the only thing that saved me from falling out of that fucking ride was my sister's grip on me. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when my mom told me that story, I was like, oh, well, now I know why I fucking hate fairs. (laughs) Heard that. 
Now but I know a, why I don't want to fucking go rock climbing. Right. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't been flung out of a out of a ride at the carnival when Absolutely, you were a kid? Absolutely, right? I thought everybody. I appreciate got. that, Dustin. I, no, appreciate I swear you. that's happened to me before. <laughs> Has it really? I've got flung out of a ride when I was little. Yeah. Yeah. Did you Did you hit the ground? I, yeah. And, I, <laughs> and how high up <laughs> were you? I mean, yeah. I didn't get up high, but I got I got vertical. Yeah. Like it slung me vertical. It didn't like shoot me up, but it slung me vertical. And so I was already kind of close to the ground anyway when it threw me out. But when it threw me out, I just, I, 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 I like, from what I remember, I mean, I was fucking little, but I went this way. And I remember uh, <laughs> the only thing that pissed me off is I wanted my goddamn ticket back for that ride because yeah. I didn't even get to finish the fucking ride. You <laughs> know, my God. Bullshit, and, Karn. And they wouldn't. And so I'm standing there because, I mean, I was a fucking little kid before internet. I had scrapes and shit oh, like yeah. anybody else. I was probably a fucking lot tougher then than I am yeah. now. And, and, and so I'm standing there arguing with this motherfucker because I want my ticket back. Meanwhile, my dad is pissed off about me getting fl- Kid just got flung out of a fucking carnival. And I'm ride. like, and he's like, and I'm like, dad, priorities here, okay? It's the yeah. ticket. No, I, I got other priorities. He's <laughs> like, tell him you need to go to the hospital. I don't need to go to the hospital. I want my goddamn ticket back. And Here's then, a fun fact about the night that I almost died at the fair my grandpa <laughs> won a car that night. That's amazing. He wanted bright orange Vega. You're goddamn Vega? right, he did. His nice. kid. <laughs> yeah. And as soon and as soon as he fucking got that thing, he put it right in the front yard with a for sale sign. On oh, it it excellent! So I was about to say, if my kid uh, just got decapitated. I better win that fucking. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just know, dude. I'm an old school carny man. I'm in the wrestling business, and wrestling and carnies are it's hand a, in it's hand. A fine it's, line, right? Yeah, they're the same fucking thing at yeah. the end of the day. And yeah. and I'm gonna tell you, man. The old school carnies man you know they've taken that car to every fucking city that's what i'm saying oh man. yeah and my they, wife wants to take my kids to the fair this weekend and i'm like some plain ah, clothes it's been after. raining don't worry about it well what's that have to do they cancel they, it they half did, the time well no i'm trying to make good excuses for you bro I appreciate that man <laughs> no well, man by just the time do she it. hears this it'll already have happened. right yeah. just do it oh, yeah she's yeah, already gonna have drug yeah. him through yeah. it yeah. i'm gonna walk Sorry, up bro. to the wife on saturday night or like right before they leave i'm like honey it's been raining you should go oh yeah think about all like how safe they are with all the Those electricals rides are gonna be slick <laughs> yeah yeah i don't trust carnies man you Listen, know what man. either watch them set up a carnival no that's can, fucking scary i can promise you as a carny that nothing in there is any safer than it absolutely has to be mm-hmm. for the main guy to come by and look at it and let them go the fuck about their day and his yep. name always has like just one letter in it like w like yeah. the whale, oh, you see those videos of the whale. Bob. You know that ride, the whale. Sometimes it's like oh, Noah's yeah. Ark or something. A, and yeah. you see videos on shit on the it's internet to, of yeah. that motherfucker about to fall. One over. of those uh, almost happened a couple of years ago at Jeff City out at the mall. They had one of those uh, whatever it was that swings yeah. back and forth, and yeah. it started rocking. I had a friend in grade school. His sister died on a rock climbing wall. She was yeah. all the way up at the top. And it I know who loose. you're talking about. Oh yeah. no! Damn. Last name starts with an E. I think yeah, I think so. Yeah, his is different. I don't know if it's from like. Are we talking about a girl that yeah died? Yeah, first yeah. name starts with a C. Sure. Yeah. Now you take I never me, knew her name. Yeah, you okay. take me to Six Flags. I got no yeah. problem. I'll ride. Not me. Fuck that shit. I'll Why? Because they don't tear it down and move it every fucking. Well, that's true. Week. That's true. Like. But they also don't always service them too. I mean, you see those ones. People. You see those ones where that Mister Freeze ride was decapitating people. 
I've been on that ride, so yeah, it's I funny. Have, I almost got my hands cut off on a roller coaster once. See? From, you know, do you, you guys do remember these? that fucking... We thump. <laughs> what was that water park that they were getting ready to open in Kansas City? It was called oh. the Slitterbond. It was the one that killed oh, that, yeah. that senator's kid. Literally right? decapitated yeah. the kid. Oh really? shit! Yeah. yeah, it was it was the the you know the longest or the highest. It was the highest like drop in and the it, world. It went so fast. There was a section of it that you would fly out of, and their their fix of it was to put a chain link fence on it. Yeah. And this kid's head flew up, and it just decapitated. Oh no! Nice. Yeah, that was not that long ago. And it was ago. a senator's kid. That was maybe that's like why. three or four years that's why, ago. That's why it shut down. Yeah. And Other than that, they hear about it. that under the rug. Like, ah, it's just another yeah. There was one in St. Louis, though, uh, several years ago. It was called Wet Willies. Huh. And it was awesome, man. Wet Willies had this huge, oh, I say several years ago, this is like the 80s, so yeah. before most of you were born. They had this big hillside where it was nothing but like a 240 drop. That you could just, and they put a water slide on it, man. It was amazing. Have you ever heard of, have you ever seen that documentary, Class Action Park? Yes, yes I have. That's no. what I think of when I think of Wet Willies, because that's exactly what you it know, was. Even with all the uh, the travesties and stuff that went on in that place, I still watch that thing. And man, you like wish you could be there. I was alive for some of that. Yeah. For some of those periods. And I remember how I was. And I was thinking, man, I would have, I wouldn't have even cared if I got hurt. I you wouldn't been there be alive week. now. Uh, who cares? Where was that? Where was <laughs> it? Sucks. Yeah, now. Who cares? I had fun Experience. at Class Action Park. Class Action Park was called Class Action Park because it, they had been sued so many times. Because yeah, it was a joke. Got yeah. hurt there. Yeah. Where, where was that? Do you remember, Dustin? Oh fuck, it's California somewhere. Yeah, right? it uh, wasn't nowhere that was close to me because no. I because in my in my you area. Check it out, man. It's a, kind of a funny documentary. Yeah. funny and terrifying at the same oh, time. I Jesus. guess. Give a shout out to my old theme park, Opryland, which I <laughs> highly miss. And when they shut it down to put in a fucking mall, I decided then I hate capitalism. Damn, you are from the <laughs> South, brother. <laughs> but they kept the grand old Opry. Like, you'll still play the shitty music I hate, but I can't get on the fucking hangman. No, man, no. Like, this that's... is horse shit. And you know, I'm naming these rides, and nobody, there's somebody listening out there that's going to go, I remember the fucking hangman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, brother. Speaking. And you know the hangman. Speaking, By brother. the way, I will tell everyone the hangman lives. Yeah. The Hangman lives at Six Flags. It is the exact same ride. Literally, they took the Hangman out of Opryland and moved it to Six Flags piece by piece and set it back up the exact same way. And now it's called like King Kong or some shit. Yeah. But if you get on the... There's actually a Wikipedia page about the fucking Hangman. Because hmm. I did not realize. Like, <laughs> no, man, use the computer, Dave. Yeah, Dave. I'm faster here. All right. But we all, the <laughs> hangman went growing up where I grew up in school, and the hangman, if you'd ridden the hangman, this was a rite of passage. Like, you were not a man <laughs> to these children if you hadn't ridden the hangman. Like, you, like if you were too scared to get on the hangman. It uh, was in Vallejo, California. Yeah. Uh, inverted roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, uh, Oh shit! Mata was manufactured by Vacoma and first opened to the public as Hangman at Opryland, USA, on May first, nineteen ninety-five. Fact checking over here. That's yeah. Dave. Justin That's Dave. is in not is in fact not full of shit. <laughs> Damn was, it! And one thing, it's one, the last time I'm googling anything. One more thing that you won't find on the Wikipedia page that I can tell you about the Hangman for being there because I wrote it every time because you know I was a kid. I had to prove to all my buddies they had to see oh, it. Hell yeah! Absolutely. And now this batch of buddies was gone by the time I went to the next opera line. So now this new batch had to see it. <laughs> of course. And uh, I needed to be the most manly man. Manly man at church. Yeah. And 
Manly man at church. At church. At church. <laughs> it's important. Well, uh, anyway, they had a sign, and I would contribute to it every time I visited. I made sure to be chewing gum when I got in line for the hangman. Because about halfway through, there's a wall. Was a wall. That was just completely covered in chewed bubble gum. You did not want to uh, lean on this ABC gum. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the one in Nashville. And they had a sign that said, uh, want some gum, take some gum, got some gum, give some gum. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Fuck that. Wow. And, is that uh, like the give a penny, take a penny? Yeah. Oh, is this the, this is the hangman. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. That is some high-quality video. I was about right. To say, oh, there well, you go. It was alive long enough to get a video. 1995, though. So, yeah, that makes yeah. sense about right. There you man. go. God, I missed oh, that No place. way. What? The, the Dante's uh, down, 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 bottom left-hand corner. Dante's Purgatory. Dude, I've been listening to that shit. Oh, have you? Holy I finished fuck. that off a while ago. The yeah. book? How cr- no, fuck no. Does it look like I read? Is this a movie? <laughs> no, it's just like a, a thing about like Dante's Inferno. I do audiobooks and then tell people I read. Good job, brother. Mm, God, God, Edit that does. part out so nobody else hears that. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm going to tell you another cheat code. When you're at work and you've like exp- you've you've used up all your favorite podcasts, or maybe like you know you get a not this one obviously, but other no, ones, no, 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 where they get like an episode, you know, it just kind of kind of sucks this week, so you know you turn it off. But like Bruce Pritchard, and um, <laughs> so like if you get on, a, I don't know if you have HBO Max or not, yeah. But if you use the audio description, that's like supposed to be for blind people. And then you turn that on, put your headphones in, just set your phone down, stick it on the charger and leave it on your desk and go back to work, whatever. It's just like here, like you can, the audio description is so good that this is like a whole other audio really? experience. Hmm. I bet that is. I listened trippy. to the huh. entire series of The Sopranos like that at Holy work. Holy fuck. And Damn. It, That'd be I good. Felt, and when I went back and watched it. took you months. That took me about three weeks. <laughs> and... um when I went fast. back and, and when I went back and yeah. oh, dude, I was binging Sopranos because yeah, I was hard. Getting, I was getting ready for. Uh, I'm a big Sopranos fan, but I hadn't seen it in years, and I was getting ready for the movie they just put out, and I was pumped because I thought we was going to get to see what happened to. Uh, oh God, I can't even remember his dad, Tony's dad. Uh, d- I don't remember. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the the Knights of Sidonia or whatever. I don't that remember. movie that they just made. No, it was a uh, Knights. It, it wasn't Knights. It was um. Saints, the Saints of Saints. Um, yeah, yeah, the the Newark, so, the yeah, many Saints, Saints of Newark. Of Newark. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and I thought we were going to get to see what happened to uh, Tony's dad and all that shit, but they, it's 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 not even about Tony. But um, that's a shame. Was it disappointing? Not at all. A no. lot of people bitched about it online, but I noticed every time I go see a movie, and I'm like, man, I love that fucking movie. Everybody's bitching about it online, and it's got to the point now, I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you fucking... First off, I let you ruin wrestling for me with this bullshit. You're not going to fuck up Star Wars. I liked every. I have never left disappointed from a Star Wars theater, uh, except Episode Two. Mm. Yeah, and 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 you're not going to fuck this up for me. Like I, I I don't know. I'm just. I, I liked them all, and I liked the Many Saints in order. And then the critics shit all over it. So now because the critics get on here and shit all over it, other people aren't going to go see it because they think it's a piece of shit because they didn't actually watch the fucking movie. That's why you have so many good good ass cult films out there. True. Because people listen to these critics that don't know what the fuck they're talking about that are just trying to get a click or a download. That's how like most comedies are. Like most comedies 
don't make a lot of money in the theater. Oh, what the fuck is that? But then, you know, like, you talk about, like, a big Lebowski. Oh, what the yeah. fuck is going on over there? Sorry, here? dude. I, I'm, I'm enthralled in this hangman thing. I found so much <laughs> shit on it. Like, they dude, just this showed is... this piece, and it was all fucking weird-like. This is so cool to me, because, like... I love these old-timey, like... This, this is, is a little piece of my life that I literally thought I'd never see again, and it's literally bringing back... This some... is a huge fucking camera on some dude's shoulder oh, going on this, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Is something bad going to happen? I have no idea. God, I hope so. It's like a three-minute long... There she goes. Fuck that. Yeah, right? I love the noose. You can't do that anymore. How many times did you ride on that thing, Dustin? Oh, my God. I couldn't even tell you. I don't even know how many times I've been to Opryland. Probably probably a lot less than I remember. <laughs> yeah. Probably a lot. We're talking... Right. Just end it there. Yeah. We're talking... God, okay. So, like, this video was 1996. I was 10 years old. Like, I, 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 was, I was two. I was graduating high school. I was never a teenager in Opryland. I was 14, bitches. I was 18. I'm 35 now, and I was never a teenager in Opryland. That's the oldest man in the room right there. I was like 17, 18. Oh, well. Yeah, no, fuck all that. I I don't like rides. I was chasing Poon at that age. Literally, I remember nothing else about Opryland. What, roller coasters? Yeah. Fuck no. What? Terrified of heights. No spicy food. No roller coasters. Would uh, Would you go rock climbing? I've done it. Yeah, yeah. How'd you do? Were you well, I mean, terrified? The yeah. guy, look at really? the table, 100%. man. How, how high up were you? Pretty high. No safety, dude. That's a height. Yeah, pretty high is fucking high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a height. Yeah, but it, but you were cool with that, like eh, kind of. <laughs> I had to be at that point. So, what was the situation? Like, were you with what the fuck? Were you with other friends? Were you peer pressured into it? Like I was. Yeah, me too. That's the only way people go fucking rock climbing. Wait a minute, your wife peer pressured you into it. Have you seen his wife? She I mean, peer well, pressured I a lot of people into things. She kind of did. She didn't really. It was more like, you know, like, I, like Dave, you're going to do this. Okay. No, she didn't. She didn't peer pressure me into it, but but at least not actively. <laughs> at least that's what she tells me to say to people. You know what I mean? She didn't peer pressure me into it. <laughs> Dave, if you feel threatened, <laughs> blink. <laughs> <laughs> we, no, dude. Gotta I gotta remember there was a whole lure around the hangman when I was in fourth grade, and the kid we didn't have internet, we didn't have, and TV wasn't showing the hangman in Opryland. You only <laughs> like heard this? most of the time. You only heard about it. I wonder yeah. if there's any audio. We had it so built up in our heads because you heard legend of the hangman and stuff like that. And then when you would finally get there and you'd be in line for it, like you had heard Kinds all of, of these things. legends about how fucking terrifying it is. And now you're hyped <laughs> up and now you're standing in line and now you're letting them strap you in. And that's where you start actually getting scared. Like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I've had those thoughts. And, I've had uh, those thoughts. But the whole time I was rock climbing, I was just looking at that fucking rope like. And the and the hooks, you know. And bad haircut the side, is like, the one you had. So this is yeah. I was going to say that that screams '80s kids right there. <laughs> no, our parents were '80s kids. Not for me. Speak for yourself. Bro. My, Not my for parents me. were. I was I was born in '86. My parents were in their tw- early. My dad was 21 when I was born. Wow. Since I've read actually God as an adult, like I didn't know that till about four or five years ago, I've been able to forgive him for a lot of shit I was mad about over the years. Because of how young he was. Yeah. I, I wish how. I had that. My dad was 36 when he had me, but he was also at newly disabled. So oh, no. I had a lot of things with my dad, too. Yeah. My parents were old 
for for my mom was 36 when she had me yeah i think mine were like 34 35 and my mom and dad were born in 41 and 42 it's good to know a chick can still get pregnant at 36 because the older i go i kind of get a little more less careful (laughs) yeah i've always been kind of a milf chaser like i've always had a thing for the cougars Mm -hmm. i don't know why i just (laughs) always have and now more and more what's a cougar uh able to enjoy the spoils just not war I don't. I don't know why they call it that. She doesn't go out hunting, but she can still enjoy the spoils. But I'll tell you this much, man. Now I've realized that it's just chicks my age these days. Yeah. What I was thinking was milfs and cougars are literally just chicks. Chicks your age, yeah. But but you know what? You can still go home with a juice box afterwards and a snack. You know. And you know what? Now (laughs) I'm the guy cock blocking the cougar chaser at the bar because I know I'm going to get this score and he's not. You know what I mean. This guy no, that no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> This guy knows what I mean. Right here, right here. Right here. <laughs> oh yeah, watch this bitch. I'm gonna pull out a deck of cards, and then this guy. I let I let you get her drunk. Now I came over and teared the cards, and uh, <laughs> no, that's when you go to the bathroom. Hey, can you tear these cards yeah. for yeah, me? Do this real quick. <laughs> right here. Okay, no biscuits. Hey. Dude, we got a thing going here. She won't. Be- hey, biscuit, I need your turn. <laughs> okay, so biscuit, you got a couple other things over there. What else you, you got? The t- they're two wrapped things. What's yeah, that that's what? just those are just my wraps. Oh, okay. this is a square bar. Have, you, have you shown us this before? I don't, no, I don't think you guys have seen we've Square ever seen Star. One of these before. Okay, yeah. so what do you do? You bend it. Oh, okay. It's right. two hundred and fifty pounds of pressure. Is what it takes to bend. Nope, I don't have so, that. Let me happening. try. Not so even I'll trying. It, I'll put it in the wraps for you. Okay. Just the only thing the wraps do is just protect your hands because it's really sharp. Right. Yeah. Right. And basically, see how it just rolls around? Put that in the middle of your palms. Yeah, man, just roll it. And just, just, just bend it over. Just roll it. Come on, bro. going to make me look like the most pathetic. Most mm, feels just like roll it. Just Once easy. again, it's super hard to do sitting down. Uh, yeah, well, I, I'm pretty sure we'll have similar results if we fuck with changing the microphones <laughs> and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, not happening. Look at that. That's uh, no. my fucking... That is solid as fuck. Yep. Oh, here comes Dave. Dave's like, I've been freshly working out. See, so the last time we did this, right, every one of us was like straight up hurting for months afterward. Matt went to the fucking doctor. No, I know when I've been beat, I'm just being a good sport at this point. Me too. I ain't even trying, bro. Any any tips on on the grip? Yeah, you just bend it. Just have it in the middle of your palm. Can I use my knee? I mean, girls do. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, man. You got this, bro. Yeah, girls also do push-ups like I do, so there's no fucking shame. <laughs> there's no shame in my Don't game. Don't let him shame player. you. Use that knee. Yeah, you you, you bend real- it on down, man. You Tebow the shit out of it. I think did he you? did bend it a little bit. I think well, I saw- Dave's been working out, y'all. Holy oh, shit. Oh, look at this. Oh, no. Nope. Oh, there is a little bend there. There is a little bend. Last bear. time I doubt you, son. See, that's, that's, oh, shit. that's exactly like the last one. They were like, oh, this one's so easy. Here, they put it together. Matt bent his. Dude, that's a Dave motherfucking victory one. right now. Good job. Hang on. Scott, you should try. Mine look like that. You should try. On the same one? Yeah. Bend it some more. Bend it some more. No, I don't need a fresh one, man. I'm good. Bend it some more. I don't need a fresh one. Scott, I I know you can do this, man. Make sure you go with the bend, not against the bend Kill me, man. Buddy, I know you can do this. You did the other thing that I couldn't do, so. All right. Let's try. I'm going to take a video just for historical purposes. <laughs> well, we're right there. So, Could this be the guy the day that Biscuit Strength brought something to the show and somebody else bent it instead? <gasps> and I was here to witness it. Not, Use your knee, Scott. I'm not using my knee. Use your knee. He's doing, he's, doing the, no bitch. he's doing the technique I do where you incorporate the oh, belly. Dude. He's doing it. 
No, he he's not. He fucking did it. <laughs> no, he's not. Dude, look at that. A little bit more. There you go. All right. Yeah, you bent it, bro. That's a victory. That's that's a. Look at look at that. I saw you doing the technique I use, where I incorporate my yeah. fat belly. Yeah, you got You got to get the it, core. It's not going. a fat belly. It's called a power belly. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I, that's how I lift hey, a lot of things when I'm moving. I come I from a harder generation, bro. It's a fat belly. <laughs> One of my favorite trivia questions. I'm sure I've probably <laughs> mentioned it on the air. It has to do with sporting sports. There is one sport in particular where having a big fucking belly is an advantage. Sumo! Other than sumo. Damn it, Dave. Other than sumo. Powerlifting. No, not that I know of, no. It's a sport, but but it's one of those sports where, like... Sports! It's kind of a sport, but it's kind of not a sport. Like, it's one of those sports Sports. that they they put on ESPN when there's nothing else going on. One of those kind of sports. World Championship of Darts or something? In darts, having a big belly is an advantage because it 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 puts your center of gravity out farther, <laughs> I, I so you are it. closer to the board. I'm not kidding. This I knew is the it. truth. Is that dude? why everybody yeah. that's good at bowling is a fat guy? Oh, I don't know about bowling, but but there's I a lot of good so, fat yeah. dart dart guys out there. Because there's a lot of the same. Yeah. What you're doing with your body, like you're. You guys should get into cornhole then. <laughs> Cornhole's great, dude. dude I love I'm playing, playing cornhole. Are you? I, I, I play. 30, I'll play. I'm thirtieth out of ninety three people right now. My man, I won a like T-shirt on a radio on. station the last time I played. So I mean, I they like call it. cornhole something different back home. Apparently, you guys had a <laughs> you guys had a cornhole like whole cornhole day at work. Oh, at a work we did. Yeah. Ago, dude, I actually yeah. have like and it rained. Professional bags. So yeah. we yeah we played indoors. Okay. Yeah. Brings his own have, bags have in a, a nice carrying set. case. Yeah. Damn, that's snobbish. It's in, a, it's in an old ammo box. They have his oh. name, of course. <laughs> yeah. Embroidered on the bag. They have biscuit streaks. <laughs> <laughs> Embroidered. It's just got a hand tossing a biscuit. Those are mine. Cornhole's <laughs> fun, man. Tossing a diamond. <laughs> right? Look at this. Tossing a real diamond <laughs> that is right. into the... Yeah. That's fucking dope. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, so you want me to show you how, like, how it actually goes? Yeah, yes, man, do it. Please do. I gotta stand up. Oh, stand up. Stand, gotta stand. That, gotta get that power. Mm. There it is. Ooh, I haven't done this in a while. Oh, yeah. So, basically, just kind of pressing it together. Oh, come on. Yeah, right. Like, it's nothing. Yeah, bullshit. look at him. Like, this ain't shit. Like, oh. It's bullshit. You guys are cute. Well, yeah, after we loosened it up for you. No, this is the new one. <laughs> <laughs> Nice try. Oh, that is the new That's one. That's a new one. <laughs> yeah. I've had that shit pulled on me way too many yeah. times. Like, oh, I hated that yeah. up for you. I shit don't know. So I don't see much of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all smoke and mirrors, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, he, he totally, yeah, yeah scooby doo uh, that one. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Fellas, you want to... Uh, call it a night and maybe do some after hours yeah let's do some after hours we'll keep the party rolling all right thanks to biscuit thanks to jt at the paranormal sun thanks to our boy dub iz and chess team records and in the groove thanks to in the groove Ben and Jamie. And our good friends who will be with us next week. That's right. Next Jefferson week. City Paranormal Society. Definitely the whole society is yeah. in is in in-house. Where Everybody. Everybody. Do you guys remember? I don't I think it was episode I don't know, episode 50 something. Don't ask me. One of them. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say, do you guys remember the episode? No. But they came in one time and just did a read on us and all of our equipment stopped working. Yes! Oh, wow. I love this shit. Every time this, they oh, get on, yeah. Weird fire. shit happens. Yeah. I'm oh, excited. Man. You can go and search. Oh, this is how I found it. 
Old 77 Paranormal. Yep. That's what I searched to find it on Spotify. Okay, good idea. That's cool, yeah. And I bet that would Another work on YouTube, Spotify too. User. Well, I, I wonder, uh, how would I search to find your podcast, Dustin? Oh. Guns and Radio. Pretty much it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Just go to gunsandradio.com, scroll through the options, and choose your favorite podcasting platform. There you go. Yeah. Take you right to it. Do you guys have a Patreon? Uh, we used to, but yeah. we, we, we honestly, we were making more money off of Spotify than we were off of Patreon, so we was like, why are we making this extra shit? There you go. The paywall, nobody's buying. Whatever I works. Guess. So we put it for free, and we made more money off of it. So. Oh, smart. Yeah. We need to do one of those. God dang it, man. Ugh. All right, bitches, thanks for listening. This was a fun episode. <laughs> it was informative. It was very God, it informative. Was informative. a lot of fucking shit for me. Yeah, right? yeah. but right. very fun as that well. That the fucking shit. That's what we do. We're keeping the party going on the After Hours segment. Go on to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. You can hear the After Hours segment and get early access to this and other episodes. That's right. Plus, get there's a shit. shit ton of content on oh, patreon.com. When we get on After Hours, I'm going to tell something that I can't tell on this show yes. about the last visit that I made here. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's why I pay for this. <laughs> That's all coming up next. We'll see you guys later, man. For a transcript of the old 77 podcast, write down everything the boys say.